Hey, and welcome to a new episode of Nikki Squared. I'm Nikki Ray here with my co-host, Nicole. How are you, Nicole? I'm great. How about you? Good, good. So we have some special guests with us today. Uh, Who do we have with us? We have the lovely Ashley Powell and the lovely author, Amy. Amy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Hello, ladies. Before we get into Amy, though, I did uh, I did want to say really quickly, Ashley is actually going to be joining us on some episodes this season. Yes. Um, and I don't know if any of you remember her, but last this is actually my first time talking to you, Ashley. I'm so excited. Um, and if if you listeners remember from our episode last season where we compared the books. Uh, the Bridgerton books to the Bridgerton show. Ashley was our guest on that um, episode and she was so fun and so passionate about it. I just loved listening to her episode, editing her episode. I was texting Nicole the whole time. I was like, oh my gosh, I love this girl. We have to have her back in some capacity. And so she is here with us this season. Welcome, Ashley. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's good to be back and talk all things books on this podcast yay yay <laughs> so so excited and thank you so much for joining us yeah absolutely it's my pleasure also on this uh episode we have amy she's an author uh amy hill is her name is that is amy hill uh your pen name or you're just your writing name it's my pen name yes okay so how are you amy i'm good thanks for asking thanks for inviting me Yes, of course. Thank you for taking some time out of your day and joining us and talking books with us. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. So um, I'm a mother and wife in Southern Illinois. Yeah. Um, been married for, let's see, we just celebrated 31 years. Oh, wow. Um, I have a dog, a cat, and about 15 chickens. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I, we, we try to live pretty simply, <laughs> yeah. um, have more eggs than we can eat, but you know, that's, <laughs> that's not a bad problem to have, I guess. Um, oh, I love it. And, uh, yeah, I just, I, I love writing. I love reading. I love all things, just entertainment in general. And, yeah. um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm also into photography and music and pretty much just anything creative. I'm, I'm a fan of. Yep. Yep, same here. So what type of books do you write? So um, I started out with my very first book being a um, romantic suspense because it was an idea that had just been bugging me for years. Um, Ooh, then I, oh, yeah. You're like, <laughs> so oh, then yes. I, then I moved into paranormal romance um, because yet, and yet again, another idea that just wouldn't leave me alone. Uh-huh. And I've mostly written paranormal romance. I've written a couple of rom-coms. And then my last book, I had a completely like off the wall idea, and it was for a psychological thriller. And to be honest, this is my favorite book yet. (laughs) Oh, that's great. So I'll definitely write in more of those, although I'm not ready to walk away from romance by any means. So what's the name of your psychological thriller? And was it more difficult for you to write than the romance books or or less difficult or... Uh, so the title is Neurosis. Okay. Um, okay. And I, I think it was more difficult simply because it, it does delve into the topic of mental illness. And I wanted yeah. to make sure I got things correct. Um, I'm a big mental illness advocate. Yes. And so um, as someone who struggles and then I have family that struggles, um, I know getting it right is important. And I didn't Absolutely. want to mis- misrepresent anything. So I spent a lot of time um, doing a lot of uh, deep diving into the different types of mental illnesses and the different things that kind of fit what my character was dealing with. And then I also talked to different psychologists and counselors about ways to treat this. And I tried to make sure that I had everything as accurate as possible um, without, you know, sucking the the, the mystery and the fun out of it. Sure. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, my my big worry, I had a big concern about misrepresenting. So that was something I just was very, very diligent about. And it it took a long time to make sure I had everything kind of in order. So I think in that way, it was harder. But I also think it was more rewarding when it was all finished. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I was just really happy with with the outcome. And now I'm working on a sequel. Oh, ooh. (laughs) 
So, um, what can you tell us, like the blurb of this book? Because I'm very intrigued. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> the title the title is Neurosis: Seeing Isn't Always Believing. Trapped by her past trauma, Macy McCall worked with a variety of therapists and medications, most yielding minimal results. Her newest doctor, Daniel Yates, helps bring forth her biggest breakthrough, and she believes she can see the light at the end of a very dark and scary tunnel. With a boyfriend and a good job, she enjoys her blooming independence. Then she sees her, the woman that looks exactly like her. The mirror image plagues her life in a way that she would never have expected. And when it's all unravel and when it all unravels, she won't be the only one left wondering what's real and what's imagined. Oh wow. Ooh, goosebumps. Yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat already. <laughs> yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah. Goosebumps. Yes. Awesome. That's what we want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then so you're get, you're getting ready to write a sequel. Ooh. Yes. Yes. I guess we better get to reading then. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm hoping to have it um finished by um by the end of the summer, we'll, we'll see. I haven't announced a release date yet because I want to make sure, again, that I've got it right. So, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the title of book two will be Psychosis. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Neurosis so. and Psychosis. I like it. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's fun. I mean, it's been really fun for me. Of course, my husband kind of jokes. He's like, I'm sleeping with one eye open after reading that book. <laughs> Do you find it therapeutic for yourself? I do. I do. As a matter of fact, like all of my writing, I find therapeutic. Usually, I've and I've learned that if there's something that's just kind of like nagging me to write, it's usually mm-hmm. because there's something, some sort of element in it that I need to just work through. Um, uh, so, yeah, with this one, it was definitely therapeutic, but it was also like, I would write and then I would have to stop and just take a break and just cry, you know, just because there, I mean, there, she does go through a lot in this book and I've experienced some of what she's gone through and you just, you tend to, it tends to hit hard. I do have a trigger warning on the back of this book um, that this book deals with the topic of mental illness and trauma with mentions of self-abuse and self-harm or suicide. So I wanted people to be aware that this could be triggering depending on how severe their trauma might be or where they're at in their, their own, own mental state. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I don't feel like that really ruins anything. I just feel like it was important for people to understand that, that this is not a light read. This is kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people, please, uh, people listening, please do heed the trigger warnings, read them. If it's something you feel like that's going to trigger you, you might not to not sell your book here, Amy, but if it's yeah. something you think that's going to trigger you, you might second guess whether you should read that or not, because, yeah. you know, we want people to take care of their mental health. Amy, we, Nicole and I are also big, big advocates of mental mm-hmm. health. So mm-hmm. we completely agree with you there. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I'm, I'm even fine. If somebody's really concerned about the content, if you want to email me and say, Hey, here's what I deal with, you know, what's in this. If you're okay with some minor spoilers, I will tell you the parts yes. that, that will set, you know, that could potentially trigger, um, you know, if you want a little bit of heads up and you want to try it. But if you're really concerned, I agree, you, you might be better off not reading this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. I can't wait to, to look into that. So can readers find, do you sell your books uh, sites wide or is it on KU, Kindle Unlimited? Uh, yes. Yeah, so pretty much everything is wide with the exception of I'm an, I'm a participating author in the Havenwood Falls world. Okay. Um, and the publisher has those in Kindle Unlimited. Okay. How many uh, authors are participating in that? How many books are in that? Oh, wow. That's a good question. <laughs> oh, is it, is I, it large? I, yes, it's very large. I've kind of lost count. Um, I think the last time I looked, we had probably somewhere between 30 and 40 authors. Oh, wow. Um, And I think we're at, I think we're pushing a hundred books maybe. Oh my. Um, I know that it, we, we, we write them so that they're standalones. So you don't have to worry about finding, you know, book one 
and getting caught oh. up on things. Well, so, hundred books in, that's probably yeah, yeah, that would be really intimidating. <laughs> yeah, I and I could be off on that number. It's been a while since I've looked, but I know that like they're just like she's been releasing. Uh, they've been releasing anthologies here of late more than than individual volumes, and that's kind of helped a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's there's a lot of books. Um, and, and what is this world about? So Havenwood Falls is um is a haven for in in the Colorado mountains for um um supernatural entities um so like i write about vampires i write about dragon shifters um i write um i've got some um hellhounds and some other stuff kind of all mixed in i think there's even like shoot i don't know i don't know if we have a unicorn shifter yet but there's (laughs) there's a lot of there's a lot of different creatures that live in this and it's half like half human half supernatural and the human side doesn't know about the supernatural side. So oh. there's like a council that, you know, we work to keep everything secret, keep everything quiet and keep everything on the down low. So there's this very, you know, tense world where the supernaturals are trying to be safe and live their life without alerting the humans that they're there. And there's a lot of drama. Um, so it is PNR um, and there's four lines. There's the legacy legends, um, shoot my brain just went blank it's i think i believe it's called the legacy um and that's the line that um kind of gives you the origin stories of the town there's not a lot of those books but there's a few and then there's havenwood falls high which is the the ya line then there's havenwood falls which is the new adult and then there's sin and silk which is the steamier side of havenwood falls oh oh love that yeah so there's (laughs) there's a lot of just about something for everyone there (laughs) Sounds like it. I've yeah. actually never really read uh, Paranormal, but we've had so many yep. Paranormal authors on this podcast that I feel like I'm going to have to uh, take a step into that world. <laughs> Go check it out. Yeah. And yes. there's, there's a lot of variety with Paranormal. And I think that's what I love about it is you there's so many different directions you can take it. And it's really just as far as your imagination, you know, there's, there's not a lot of rules with paranormal. You can make up whatever you want. Yeah. I was at a book signing once and I was talking to a reader uh, about paranormal and she was talking about when you said something about a unicorn shifter, she was talking about a unicorn shifter and she was so serious about it. And she was just like, if I read about a unicorn, you better have your stuff straight because unicorns are very specific. And if you fall outside of those lines of the unicorn, then it's not realistic. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> No intense. pressure at all. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing. Nothing. Nothing about that says pressure. Yeah. <laughs> I, was just I get like, it, okay. man. Unicorns are majestic. They are. They are. Majestic. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> uh yeah it's uh it's but it's you know it's it's fun because you do have you do have the freedom to to make up and we have a we have a series bible that as writers we have to go through and make sure we follow specific rules so everything's consistent but it's a lot like watching a, a tv series where each episode or book has its own plot line and then you'll see characters from other episodes pop their head in or you know make a a short appearance and it's kind of cool to work with all these other authors and make this world happen yeah and you know that's very interesting too like so for you so let's say for example you're writing your book in this world and uh, a character from somebody else's book happens to enter into your world do you you write that character yourself right or do you have like maybe that author author like maybe give you something that's written to enter to add to your book so so yeah so I write it and then say um um so let's say Callie Ross was one of the other authors um Uh if I had one of her characters in my story and we have very specific rules depending on whether or not it's a main character a secondary character um a main character there may not be speaking lines from I can say hey I saw them but I can't give them a speaking line necessarily depending on the copyright. The I secondary see. characters we can give lines to and, and, uh, and, you know, really interact with them. But then I would take her character and then I would, I would write that part or any part that that character is involved with. And then I would send it to her and get her okay on it. 
So, you know, she can say, you know, this doesn't really sound like my character or it, oh, this is perfect. Or, but she might also say this or, you know, so we, we work back and forth together to get the input correct, to make sure that it's consistent through all the books. Well, that sounds so fun. It really, it really is fun. I mean, there were times when like it was confusing, (laughs) right? (laughs) But yeah, but it was very, very fun. And I think we've really created a unique and um, a really awesome world for the, for our readers. It sounds like it. I'm interested in that one as well. Like I said, I've never even read Paranormal before. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So how long have you been writing, Amy? Yeah. So um, really, as long as I can remember, um, I used to make up stories when I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. I used to write little short stories and poems when I was in high school. I even wrote my first novel actually in high school, but after I wrote it, I read it and thought, oh, this is utter trash. And I'm pretty sure I burned it. <laughs> oh, wow. But, um, yeah. So you don't have so. it anymore? No, unfortunately, I do not. Oh, I remember no. bits and pieces about it. And I have thought about trying to revive the idea and, and of course, do it properly this time. Yeah. But, um, but I've been writing professionally since about 2003. Uh-huh. Um, I used to write, and this is the reason I use a pen name. I used to write for Health and Diet magazines and... <laughs> So I kind of had like a whole nother persona Uh for that stuff. And I really didn't want the two to cross. I wanted to, you know, if somebody looked at, wanted to look at fiction, I didn't want them to find all my nonfiction stuff. So, um, so I went with the name Amy Hale and, um, and it's a family name. So it's not totally not my name. It's just adapted. Right. Right. (laughs) But, uh, but so, yeah, so I've been writing for a long time, but in 20, uh, 14, my husband and I had a, a long discussion about how I was no longer feeling fulfilled writing the nonfiction stuff and, and how I just wanted to try something new. And he knew I'd had this idea for my first book, which is titled Ulterior Motives. And he, he knew that I had been just dying to do something different. And he was like, you know what, just go for it. Right. So, um, so I quit my, my other writing jobs and went to doing this full time. And then in, uh, January, I believe it was of 2015, my first book was published. Well, awesome. Yay, congratulations. Thank Yay. you. Are <laughs> uh, you going to any book signings this year? Uh, yes, um, I've done a few small things. I did, I was in Utopia in Nashville um, a few weeks back, and um, I've got this weekend, or well, I guess it'll be on the 16th. So I guess this is coming out for me, but I'll be in um, Perryville, Missouri at a Heroes for Kids Con, which is a convention that's like benefits children, um, children's charities and things like that. And this year they're also um, splitting the proceeds with a local um, organization there in Perryville, Missouri that um, helps people in mental crisis. So I was really excited to hear that they were promoting them this year. Um and then I was supposed to be at PenCon in St. Louis, but unfortunately that's been postponed again due to some crazy stuff going on with the hotel. Um, so the whole con has been postponed. The, yeah, or- the entire convention's been postponed. Oh. So yeah, that's um, they we, we had been looking forward to it for like two years because they they do. I think this will be year seven. Yeah, trying to remember. It's been yeah, it's it's and it's a big big convention, so they require right. a lot of space. And the hotel has had like one mishap after the other, and no, there's just yeah, it's just you know things have just continually gone wrong, so they've had to postpone again. So, um, so I don't think outside of that, I don't have anything immediate coming up. I may end up being at one other convention called. Silcon, which is is more like a Comic Con uh, environment, but I love doing those too. Those are just as fun as the book signing conventions. So yeah, I see yeah. your pictures on Facebook at like the different Comic Cons and stuff, and they're just oh, yeah. so, they're so fun. I have so much fun there. I tell you what. <laughs> yeah, I see you like w- w- you have pictures with different celebrities. And... Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. My current profile picture is my husband and I with Tom Arnold. <laughs> because we just he's he was the latest one that we got to to meet and, and chat with and there's just it's fun because you just you get to meet so many different people and yeah p- people that are doing different things than you and and right. I've had some really cool collaborations come out of a lot of that really mm-hmm. yeah so um always trying to get get something going in the background you know you never know when something will 
will will spark a an idea and and you get to work with some some neat people if you can get the project moving so for sure for sure so what's your favorite type of story to read do you also like to read paranormal yeah i really like paranormal and 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 i'm a I'm a big fan of, of like spooky. So like the thriller and the, and ghost stories and things like that I love as well. So I think that's why the paranormal romance applies to me or kind of pulls me in because I love romance and I love the spooky and it's kind of a combo of the two. Yeah. Um, um, and you got, you guys have mentioned Bridgerton earlier. I love Julia Quinn. So yeah. I have like all of her books. I've got a few signed copies that are like my precious <laughs> yes yes we, we are huge uh bridgerton fans julia yes. Quinn fans as well yes yes i had the i had the opportunity a few years ago she came to st louis which isn't that far for me it's a couple yes. hours and um um for avon's kiss con and i got to meet her and get some of my book signed and i'm telling you guys my books are like 20 years old so they are like falling apart <laughs> and i was like carefully handing them to her to sign and i got a picture with her and i was just i was totally just completely geeking out i was i was loving it but so yeah so now my i'm going to have to buy like new copies yeah to read to reread so that my my signed copies don't get touched again cuz they're kind of kind of in bad shape now after all these years yeah and didn't i didn't i see somebody like post it might have been ashley that posted um that she's writing with um is her name shonda rhymes for prequels yes i saw that yes yes so that's yeah that's exciting too i can't wait to see what they do with that well isn't the i think they're starting to film something now i don't know if it's the new season of bridgerton or if it's the season of, um, don't they have a, a season coming out of the Queen from Bridgerton? I believe so. Yeah, I think so. I think she's getting her own spinoff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that would be so fantastic. Yeah, yeah. she's we fantastic. Are- I love her. So, Amy, I was reading a little bit um, about uh, our, well, your author bio on Amazon and mm-hmm. saw that you were a wine drinker. What's your favorite kind of wine? Because I also am a wine drinker. Uh, Moscato is oh, my yes. favorite. <laughs> yes. yes. And I like a good rosé. Like, some, like so it's, it's hit or miss with me on that one. Um, mm-hmm. I had a really good one. Uh, we went to a wine tasting when we were in Gatlinburg and I had a really good one there. But that one's hit or miss for me. But I do love Moscato. Oh, okay. So since you went to Gatlinburg, did you get the um, cotton candy wine? You know, I didn't try the cotton candy. My husband tried it and he wasn't a huge fan of it. And so I was like, I don't know. I'm not a huge cotton candy fan. Uh, okay. Um, so <laughs> no, I did not try that one. I I brought a bottle home. I loved it. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, it was really good. At least I thought it was. Yes. Well, there was one we tried. I cannot remember the name of it, but it tasted like, and you may want, <laughs> it tasted like, like if, if you were to spray perfume and it like got in your face, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I know yes. that's a really specific uh, description there, but. Was it a white or a red? Um, I want to say it was a white. um but yeah i i know i know that taste though i know what you're talking about yeah yeah i tasted it and i was like oh and to be honest with you i think the cotton candy was after that one and i was like i think i'm done that oh yeah that that probably was not a good combination no it was not (laughs) but that's really fun like I don't know if I just missed those before or if they are new, but there's several places along the Gatlinburg Strip where you can just go in and get free samples. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's just fun doing that. <laughs> it really is. And I mean, you they'll give you like for five bucks, I think it was, you could get like, try like three different ones. And, yeah. And uh, I liked the birthday cake one too. That one was pretty good, but. Oh, I don't even think we were offered birthday cake. <laughs> well, I, I don't, don't know. remember that. We went for our, of course we went, last year it was last summer we went for our 30th anniversary we took a trip mm-hmm. down there but um but yeah we had a great time just walking around and 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 trying everything it was our first time there and we had a ball yeah oh that was your first time in Gatlinburg yeah it was our first time in Gatlinburg gotcha it's so beautiful there yeah it really is 
So another thing that I read on your author bio is that you have a business called Creative as Hail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So Creative as Hail, it's kind of actually kind of a couple of things because it started out as a YouTube um, and Facebook show uh, with my husband and I, and we were interviewing different creatives. We've We've interviewed actors and artists and photographers and authors and podcasters and voice actors and um, we've had one one musician um so we've we wanted to be we we've realized we've met so many amazing people over the years and we wanted to be able to showcase those those talents um so we decided to do this this um this show called creative as hail and um then title yeah, I mean, I, you, I my last name's Hale. I got to use it, right? right <laughs> exactly. Right. You have to use it. <laughs> I do. I have I have pins at my table. If you ever find me at an event, I have little buttons that say "Give them Hale." Um, nice. I have um, I have a a readers group called Hale's Angels. So yeah, we we totally <laughs> we totally play with the name a lot. Um, but uh, so yeah, so we did that show, and right now it's on it's on kind of a hiatus because our life like has been turned upside down the last year or so, and we've had a hard time scheduling things. Um, but I also format books and do um, a little bit of um, graphic design for people, and I also do that under the title Creative Sale. Okay, I love that. Yes. <laughs> talking Bridgerton a little bit and uh, we said we need our res- resident Bridgerton expert on here. Oh gosh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's yeah, okay. I will <laughs> I will talk Bridgerton anytime, any day with anyone. So. <laughs> yeah. Um so what we were talking about Ashley was mm-hmm. uh Shonda Rhimes and Julia Quinn are writing together, correct? Yes, they are. What are they writing? They are writing the prequel to the Bridgerton series. Shonda is doing a show that sets before like the Bridgertons are like out in society. Uh, it's going to focus on Queen Charlotte and how okay. she comes into England and marries uh, King George and how like she kind of changes society. And it's going to focus on the three older women in the show, the Queen and Lady Danbury and um, Lady Bridgerton. Um, okay. So... Yeah, so it's um so Shonda is going to write the uh, pilot in the episodes, and Julia is going to great graciously agree to uh, write the book to kind of correspond with that, so it can focus on like you know what how did what society was like and how kind of Charlotte turned society in that world on its head a little bit. So nice, yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, that'll be great. I love um lady danbury <laughs> she's one of my favorites especially I, I, in the books yeah. she's exactly. just so you know she she can say what she thinks and she's cranky and she gets away with it and i love it <laughs> exactly i want to be her when her, i get old <laughs> me too and she like waves her cane cane yeah. around and like <laughs> i'm just you know, yeah she just yeah she's she's a very intimidating but fun presence <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> So, Amy, do you have anything new coming up uh, other than your sequel to, uh, I guess, maybe, is that what you have new coming up? Uh, Yeah, so the sequel to Neurosis I'm in the process of working on. Um, And then I'm also in a limited time anthology called Rough Around the Edges that releases next month. Okay. And it is kind of a rom-com. I'm not sure. I think we've got 10 authors. There might be more. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure at this point, but um it's big bad bikers and itty bitty dogs oh so oh, i love it <laughs> it should be a lot of fun but it's rough around the edges r-u-f-f oh that's awesome yeah. yeah so so um and i'll be sharing those links on my social media more in the next couple of weeks here um uh, but and of course in my newsletter so if anybody's interested in that you can always find them on my on any of my links um but yeah that's supposed to be releasing i think mid-august so I'm I'm excited about that because I haven't written rom com in a while. And I love rom com. I, I do love rom com. Me too. <laughs> it's just you know again it's fun and I don't I I told my husband I said I feel like I'm kind of all over the place with my writing but I don't like being boxed into one thing. If something right. interests me or I get an idea, I want to go with it. So right. I just do. <laughs> now, do you use different pen names or everything you write is under Amy Hale? Everything's under Amy Hale. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, and do you have like a link tree that we can put out for you or some kind of links that we can share? Yeah, I've got a link tree. Um, I cannot remember what it is right now. That's okay. <laughs> Send it to us. I'll post it on the okay. bio of this right. episode so everyone has it. Okay. And then, of course, if you go to authoramyhill.com, you can find all of my stuff there as well. My YouTube, my TikTok, all of it's, all of it's linked on there as well. Awesome. Um, and that one's usually pretty easy to remember. I'm authoramyhill.com at almost every social media site that I'm on. Awesome. That's easy to remember. Yeah, yeah that absolutely. makes it simple. <laughs> well, Amy, thank you so much for coming on. It's uh, I'm very interested in the the neurosis book that you have. It, neurosis is what it's called, right? Correct. Yes. Yes, that's, I'm going to go look it up as soon as we're off here. It sounds super interesting to me. Um, yep. Yeah, but thank you so much for taking some time out of your day and chatting with us a little bit. I appreciate you guys uh, chatting with me. I had a lot of fun. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, of course. Thank of you. Course. You can come back anytime. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. So I love her. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I want her, I want to take a writing retreat with her and I don't even write. <laughs> you know, she also has a very good speaking voice. Like I yes. felt very, I felt very calm talking to her. I thought Me it was too. very proper. I felt like I was in school and I was like, I had to be on my P's and Q's. Uh, what's that? What's that expression? P's and Q's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm on PTO, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> and what time did you say you had to stop drinking so you could sober up a little bit? <laughs> it, was like around, it was like around 4.30. Mm. <laughs> so Those actually, mom waters. You- those mom waters really get to me. Mom I need waters. to try one. I really try one. <laughs> Is that what they're called? Yes. You never heard of them? No. Oh, they're <laughs> at, like in Ohio. They're like vodka stelzers. And I kid you not, when you go through it, we have drive-thrus, Ashley. Right. Up here, so I can stay in my mm-hmm. car, go to a drive-thru and get beer. Yeah. And I'll go in and be like, can I get a, a mom squad? And you're like, yep, sure. They're tiny they're stelzer beers and they're named sandy julie aaron and uh linda and they're (laughs) they're fantastic and when you're drinking drinking them they're dangerous they or they taste just like water going down it's yeah i've never heard of these i'm gonna have to see if we have some here in indiana I'm ready for my trip this weekend up to because I'm going to Cleveland to see my friend and then we're going up to Putnam Bay for the rest. And then I'll be flying down to see Ashley. <laughs> yes, she will. Awesome. So, Ashley, are you a wine drinker? Very much a wine drinker. In what? fact, when pe- people ask me, like, what do you like, red or white? I always say yes. <laughs> I am yeah. a wine drinker too, but I'm very like selective. Like we, Amy and I were saying that we liked Moscato. That's probably and rosé. Ooh, um, good choices. Yeah, yes, those are probably my favorite. Yeah, I think rosé is my favorite. As like, if you're going red, red, I really like um, a Cabernet Sauvignon, just because it sounds fancy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's like very heavy. Like, one, but yeah, rosé I think is perfect. Just anytime you can. And I will. You, yeah. Go you ahead. can just have it anytime. <laughs> yeah. And I will tell you, we had, I went to, uh, I was in upstate New York for a book signing once and we went to, um, this Italian restaurant. Everyone <laughs> went there for dinner, uh, the Friday night, like, like real Italian, like mobster was like watching over. He's had all the gold chains mm-hmm. and like, it was, it was like real Italian. And I, and I will tell you, I have never before or have not since had a glass of rosé that was as good as I got from that Italian restaurant. Oh, it was yeah. so amazing. Mm, that sounds that sounds like heaven. Yes. Mm-hmm. You like a good, cheap, $19 bottle of wine? Get the 19 Crimes from Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I think you've told, told us about that before. Oh, I my gosh. That. <laughs> yeah. I like when you, like, take your little phone and you scan the barcode and it tells you, like, the stories behind them. So great. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. 
So ladies, I have a question for you that my husband posed. So just a little context to add to this. I uh, got the cover for my new book today. And so I was looking over it and my husband was looking at it with me. And the cover does have a couple on it. And so his question to me, which I'm now going to pose to you guys, is do you think people on covers push readers away because they want to form their own judgment of what the characters looks like in their mind? Or do you think even if I have people on the covers, people are fine with that because they, they're going to make up their own mind anyways about what the people look like per the description in your book? I think the cover helps, honestly, because I think when I'm reading and I'm reading about a couple, I'm really curious as to like what they look like. I mean, I form in my in my head, but it like it gives me like guidance. And plus, like I can see like what type of relationship that they have. Like, I think (laughs) Talia Hibbert does this really good when any of her standalones or her series. She used to have like actual models on the cover and some of them she still does, but she's moved towards illustration. But I think it helps. Like, you're just like, oh, that's what he looks like. And you can see that person walking and talking. And it it enhances my, um, you know, my experience in reading the book. I have to agree with you on that one too, Ashley. And Mm -hmm. then Oh, like seeing the cover and stuff, it it gives me like an idea. Okay, this is what the author, uh, this is what I think the author is thinking what her couple look like. And then when you get into it and you read it and you're like, okay, I can see why she chose this author. Because yeah, and a lot of times I'm like, this is what the author thinks. And then I read the words and I'm like, yeah, I can see this. I can see that. So yeah, but I also still form my own opinion as well. But mm-hmm. But so, I think covers do help out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I saw one time, I saw a TikTok one time of someone talking about people on the covers. And she said, and I'm sorry, I do not know who said this. So if you said this, I will give you credit for it if you reach out to me. But she said, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if the cover has uh, a blonde haired guy on it. I'm always going to make him a brunette every time. <laughs> she said that's just always what I form in my head. Doesn't matter. That's interesting. So, yeah. I think for me, if I'm reading series and there's no cover, I'll start to place like celebrities. Like, okay, what celebrity if I were casting this as a movie, what celebrity would I put? Like, no matter if I know like no matter like what their sexuality is or whatever, who am I going to who am I going to place in my head like for this movie if I were writing adapting this into a movie so i think yeah i think like there's some like there's one series that Nora roberts does where like the brother in this series i'm like oh that's matt bomer like just by the way that he looks and like like his physicality i'm like oh that's matt bomer yeah so every time i see him i'm like huh he's totally like the delaney character in that one series that Nora writes so i think that's really interesting yeah Mm -hmm. come to think of it i think that's how i do I'm like, oh my gosh, I do the same thing. Like, I'm I'm casting these people. Who am I going to cast? Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because I sent the cover to my sister who has read the book already. And she's like, oh, I love the cover. She goes, but that isn't how I pictured the guy. And like within seconds sent me a photo of someone who she pictured as the guy. And as the writer of this story, I was like, oh, that's so awesome that she already had this, you know, um, pictured and already had someone you know picked for who that might be but then as as the but also as the author I'm like hmm did I pick the right photo because here's what happened so like not for this to be about me but just really quickly um I I know you two have not read the story but the guy in the story like has and and the gal in the story mentions this that's why it's important she mentioned she mentions how like his eyes are as you know as blue as the sea mm-hmm. and so and he's blonde hair and so it was important for me to find someone who had those qualities just you know obviously because that's what he's supposed to look like and so it was very difficult to find that combination of photos uh, of someone in photos of you know on, on the stock photos because I was looking through stock photos so then I found someone who was very similar you know the blue eyes the blonde hair blah 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 and then 
and it was perfect, I thought. And then we get to the cover, and we ended up making the people black and white anyway. So I could have picked whoever I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't even work out that way. But anyways, I absolutely <laughs> love the cover, and I can't wait for everyone to see it. But I can't wait to see it. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, books, I know that I had asked you guys earlier about where the crawdads sing. Have either of you read that? I have read it. It's a very, and it's, it's not, I read it because I adore Reese Witherspoon. And that was like the selection at that time of like her book club. And I was like, well, this looks interesting. I'm intrigued. And it's not a book I typically read, but I was like gripped the whole time. Like I was like, really? oh my gosh, like what's going to happen next? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Are you going to see the movie because it comes out tomorrow? <laughs> so funnily enough. <laughs> I am um, uh, Nicole. My uh, I'm take Sarah Young and I are going to see it together. Oh, uh, Sarah's been on our show. Yeah, yeah. So we're really uh, we're really excited. She's like, we're doing this right. I was like, yeah. And then we're dragging our friend Julie along. <laughs> oh, <Aww, laughs> Julie! Oh, but we're gonna go see it. So yeah, I'm. We're seeing it on Saturday. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, text me and let me know how it is. Then I mean, the preview is good, will. but I have not read the book. I also Ooh. have not read the book, but I am going to go see the movie. So let's talk yeah. about that on the next episode. <laughs> yes, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. Have yeah. you ladies seen Top Gun Maverick yet? Yes. <laughs> I have oh not my watched gosh. It. I will cougar the crap out of Miles Teller any <laughs> day. Yep. 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 And for me, Glenn Powell, like, I'm like, yep. I know we're not related, but, uh, sir, you <laughs> can you please come to Richmond just for yeah. an evening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nick, hang on. I have to look him up. What was his name? Glenn Powell. Oh, yeah. Glenn Powell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. 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 He's in Top Gun. Maverick. He's, he's in Top Gun Maverick. He was yeah. also in uh this uh, guernsey literary and potato pill pie society movie on netflix but for i'm the, so sorry what was that the guernsey literary and potato peel pie society yes it's a mouthful okay. <laughs> yes <laughs> it's set in the 40s uh and apparently because i don't know a lot about history sorry guys i love it but i don't know a lot about it but like there was an island off the Eng- off the English, like in the English Channel, that the Germans occupied, called Guernsey, and okay. so like so it's about like a group of like Britons who are living on this island and kind of resisting against the German occupation, like during the World War. And then like there's an author who finds out about them and wants to write about them, and there's one mysterious character that links them all together, and it's all about how this author and this well reporter is trying to kind of make a connection with this person who's connecting all of them and like connecting this community so it's it's very it's very it's it's really good the movie's great um the book is even better so well that sounds awesome yeah yeah, yeah. also wow. i'm looking i just looked up glenn powell and he is giving me kind of uh ryan reynolds vibes yeah uh-huh yeah. exactly yeah. he's beautiful but he's, i'm yeah. cougar crap out of miles teller oh me too was <laughs> at the beach yeah i've heard a lot about the beach scene i've not seen the movie yet the original one is fantastic too yes <laughs> i gotta be honest nicole i am not a huge fan of miles teller i'm looking him up now uh, maybe he's different in the movie but i definitely like the glenn powell better <laughs> They're all a bunch of good-looking men on that movie, especially mm-hmm. when they're in their Navy uniforms. Jeezy cow. <laughs> I also am not a huge fan of the mustache thing. Like, I know that <sighs> I know that's a big thing right now, but, man, I'm not a huge fan of the mustache without the beard. Or mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the beard, but mustache by itself, mm, not yeah. for me. I, I love a beard. I think certain men, in my opinion, certain men could pull off just a mustache, but I I, oh, I love a beard. So. Same. I yeah. feel the same. Yeah. 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 There's, this, there's this, I don't know, do you guys ever watch like Bravo shows? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
So I am a huge Below Deck fan in Southern Charm. And there's this new chef that just got on the new Below Deck Med. His name is David. (laughs) (laughs) I've only watched that show a few times and only because my sister had it on while she was doing my hair. So I didn't really have an option. Uh Um, But I'm not a huge fan of reality TV. So... (gasps) I it's not something I would watch on my own. I've seen Below Deck, uh, like bo- the regular one and Below Deck Med. Um, I do. I typically watch it though, like at the beach, because my sister's kind of like when we do family vacation, like they yeah, kind of take over TV yeah. at night, and so I'm like, yeah, whatever, I'll hang out with you. I don't care. <laughs> um, reality TV. I'm I'm a huge fan of Queer Eye, so that that tends to be my like wheelhouse of like reality TV. Like, let's do makeovers or makeovers. Use that in air quotes, and let's like change your life and let's get inspirational. That's what I'm about. Like, yeah, so. I'm yeah. I, I'm a Bravo holic. I watch yeah. it all the time, and then of course, like my only reality like competitions I watch is Big Brother, which is coming on a little bit. I'm, that show is fantastic. Sit the around only and talk reality, about all day. The only reality TV shows I watch, and really one of them I don't even watch anymore, which was Ink Master. I used to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um. I watch uh, Forged in Fire, which they make uh, knives. I don't know if either of you saw it, but they forge knives. Interesting. <laughs> it is interesting. My, my husband and I first started watching it. I'm like, I do not want to watch this. And here I am. I think we're on season nine. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and I've continued to watch it. And I actually, actually love it. And you know what? I think I could probably forge a knife now myself. So um... <laughs> I'm so proud of that. Yeah, Uh, and then the other one, the only other one I watch is called Alone. It's where they drop people off in the wilderness, and they have to make it like have. I don't know if you've either of you watched it either, but there's like ten people, and whoever is left standing the longest, they win like half a million dollars, um, which is also pretty interesting. So it's like Survivor. What is it? Is it like Survivor that was on CBS, where you're like. (laughs) tribes and no you have you're literally alone like they drop them off individually in different areas and like they're only allowed to bring 10 things with them so they can bring a bow and they can bring some arrows or you know they can bring a knife or a a some sort um, but they have to hunt and catch all of their food they have to build their own lodging um they literally have to survive in the wilderness and they're and they're by themselves um, I think we're in the middle of a season now and I think they're on like day 35 or something. And I think there's like seven people left maybe. Oh God. Uh, yeah. I told my husband, I said, well, I would die. So mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I'll just watch this from TV. <laughs> yeah. Is this yeah. on Discovery? Um, yes, possibly. I think so. Okay. Yeah. No, history, maybe. Beyonce mambo jumbo stuff i watch that all the time mm-hmm. yeah Ugh. yeah there's something wrong with me i'm no there's not i just watch you like what you reality like too. i mean i love my real housewives <laughs> I love... <laughs> oh yeah that's fun times now do you girls all watch handmaid's tale because oh, yes. september cannot get here quick enough Yes, I cannot wait for Handmaid's Tale to come. Okay, back. here's the thing. I'm. I think I watched Handmaid's Tale. I watched the first season. My best friend makes me do a lot of things, and yes, <laughs> I am 38 years old. My best friend makes me do a lot of things. Like, so, like she's like, we're watching this, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it, it got too real for me, and I was like, no, I, I I can't do this anymore, and you cannot make me. And she was like, she would, I would watch it with her, and I'd be like like you know rocking back and forth in the couch and getting up and like pacing and then like screaming at the right. tv and then like shaking and she was like you do not have to watch this anymore <laughs> it is very intense it yeah. is very intense and, and yeah. every single season is like that i know they'll have and not that i i think you know all the acting is beautiful like i think every the story is incredibly told it's a little too real for me but like every season i'm like okay 
we're going to get through this season and then they're going to say it's the last season so like we don't have to like suffer emotionally like you know torture ourselves this anymore and they're like it just got picked up for three more seasons and I'm like why why would you torture yourselves like this America like yeah (laughs) have you so have you watched all of the seasons I watched the first one and then I told my best friend I'm not watching this again and she's like you don't have to but then I would watch and then I ended up watching all the seasons because I was like well I have to see what happens but I would like be like I would get a stomach ache like it's seriously incredibly stressful like yes okay and then I'm like I mean I can uh, yeah you do like you do do a lot of pacing and back and forth you're like oh my gosh you know yeah at the same time it's like it's so damn good and it's It's so good yeah and it's It's kind of like um is this preparing me for real life because i already know that nicole will probably be an aunt (laughs) (laughs) i would also be i would uh i well i wouldn't be a handmaid i'll tell you that (laughs) i would be a martha they'd probably i'd be like cooking in the kitchen and cleaning the house and stuff like that and then guiding people to like the secret place where you could go and like be like it's not that far come this way (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would do that too. Yeah. I mean, I would, that's like my plan. Like, I know they would put me as an aunt, but I'd be one of those aunts to be like, by nine o'clock at night, this person's going to be leaving the door open. Yeah. Point break. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, ladies, it's been fun. It's been a good conversation. And I can't wait till next week and see what we think about. Oh, next week, I could be with Ashley. Yay! Oh, <laughs> that's very interesting. Yeah, Ashley, that could be that could be a thing. We could probably that, look, hey, we that could, could a hotel def- party at my at my room. <laughs> yes, we could. That would be so much fun. <laughs> awesome! I can't wait. I'm yeah. so excited. We'll talk so about uh, where the crawdads sing. Yeah. Um, we do have another uh, guest author, which we will announce on the next episode. Okay. Um, yeah, but thanks, ladies, for spending some time with us this evening. Yeah, thanks for having me, you guys. I'm so excited. And yes, oh, we yeah. just thanks love for joining you. us, Ashley. Yeah. 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 Uh, thank you for inviting me, and I love you. I can't wait to like see you all in person. I mean, I get Nicole next week, but Nikki, I can't wait to like just 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 hug your neck. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> We're just two yes. goofy Nicole, two goofy Nikki's that. <laughs> Or Midwestern. Yeah, I love it. Well, this Southern Ashley is very excited. Yeah, we'll have to make that happen. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, you ladies have a great evening. And everyone listening, we will talk to you next week. Okay. Choices. Bye. Bye. Bye.